guys, welcome to Inflate Entertainment. My name is Colton, and this is Seat 1A Travels Podcast. Ugh, I'm so excited. This is the first podcast of many that we're doing on the season one of IFE. And I'm so graciously joined by my best friend today. Her name is Kerrigan. She's a world traver, traveler, and she is a yogi. <laughs> guys, I haven't gotten my, like, what is it called? Like, Words. my sea legs yet oh, for yes. podcasting, so... But yeah, we, Kerrigan's here. Say hi. Hello, everyone. This is so exciting. Oh my god, I love it. How are you doing? I'm so good. But do you want the honest answer? <laughs> yeah, I do. Always. I'm not good. Why? I'm struggling. <laughs> we all are. I mean, hello, global pandemic. Everything has changed. Everything has been thrown up in the air. It's so um, true. Yeah, I mean, hello. I can't go out and travel the world and make travel videos, so I have to make a podcast from inside my house about traveling. That's not even happening. Mm-hmm. But I get to have lovely, you know, chats with people like you. Yeah. And we get to hang out a lot, and I do like that. Yeah. And plus, you live like five minutes away from me. So, so nice. Very nice. So, it's Tuesday. What have you been up to this week? Literally sitting on my couch watching Hollywood when I'm not Ooh, are you doing loving that yoga. show? I am... I'll be honest. I'm like, is this representative? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like it's supposed to be a like an alternative reality to what actually happened. It was like it's like the Wait, how the far male are you into the it? male. It's like replacing the what happened with the women in the whole, in that era with like hap- having it happen to males. No, Rock Hudson. That is a true story. I recognize that name, but I I, I was wondering because it seems like there's a lot of blackmailing or coercion with males specifically and i'm wondering how accurate that is or if what you're saying is they're trying to draw these parallels like they're definitely trying to draw parallels but what what part are you in in the show like what episode i think i'm in episode like four okay well once you get towards like the end you'll see that the outcomes start to be a lot different from what would really happen okay but it's a fantastic show like the end of it i was literally on my couch clapping so but yeah so i mean i like hollywood i think i love the feel of it um but I was curious yeah. about the that. Yeah, the cinematography is unbelievable. Yeah, it like makes me nostalgic. Yeah, absolutely same. Um, so this is a travel podcast, oh, and we did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, so oh. I want to talk about a few things about, about travel, travel, maybe maybe just a little. Um, you like to travel. I You've love been a few it. places. <laughs> I have the same reaction when I think about it. <laughs> but what do you think about? Um, tell us a little bit about your time in the, in the Netherlands. Oh my gosh. The Netherlands is literally an amazing place. How long were you there? Eight months? Six months. Okay. Just everything about it, dude. I mean, from just like the quality of life there. It's such a tiny little town. I lived in Groningen. Excuse my horrible accent. Wow. It's spelled G-R-O-N-I-N-G-E-N. Nobody's ever heard of it. Groningen. But if you ever go to the Netherlands, you need to go to Groningen. Groningen. And did you know that Gouda is pronounced Gouda? No, I did not. Yeah. What? Was... Did you get corrected when you were there? No, I went to Gelda. I you like went to the place. Well, where I didn't Gouda's like paint. go. I didn't stop there. Like, you know, there was a train stop there on my way to somewhere else. But anyway, so yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I got to ride a bike around everywhere. Like, you literally can get anywhere on bike in fifteen minutes, and it's beautiful. <sighs> I mean, yeah, it rains, but like you just wear a raincoat and right. Everything there is so beautiful. The architecture, the street, the cobblestone. It's just like they have little stores. And it, when I first got there, the first time I went grocery shopping, I was like, oh, I was so overwhelmed because there was such a lack of selection. 
Really? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, lack of variety. Oh, because everything is just kind of minimal? Yeah, there's like, you know, you go to Fry's, there's five different brands for ketchup. Right. You know, like, no, there's one ketchup Yeah. at, at stores here. I mean, America is like, everything's bigger. We got to have all these choices. Mm-hmm. People got to be able to pick what they want. Yeah. Like Stores there are like a 16th of the size of like that's Fry's. That's crazy. But, it, but by the end of it, I was like, okay, this is so nice. I love this. I go back, back home and I'm like, there's way too many options here. This yeah. is overwhelming. It's like a simple life. Yeah, it is. But I feel like the simpler it is, the almost the better. Oh, yeah. We think we want all these options, but actually research shows that we prefer to have fewer options, that we're happier with our decisions yeah. when we when we have fewer options to choose from. Right. But overall, I mean, it's so amazing. The food there freaking sucked. The Dutch don't know anything about cuisine. <laughs> let me tell you that. Um, excuse me to all the people who are listening, possibly who are from the Netherlands. They know. They know it's I not mean... good. <laughs> their 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 um delicacy is stampot. That's how I'm gonna pronounce. It. I think it's probably stampo. I don't know, but it's literally a dish that's made. The base of it is mashed potatoes, kale, and like um like a sausage of some sort. Ew. That's like a it's mix of like... It's actually kind of delicious, but like not what I'm going to eat on a daily basis. And they have these things called frikandel brodias. It's like um, it's like horse meat. No. Imagine like a, a link, but it's like a, a rare mixture of disgusting meats. Worse Is it really than a hot dog. Meat? I don't know. That's what somebody told me. And then it's like wrapped in like a pastry, like croissant type dough. And then there's like a little bit of like weird jam in there. They love it. Everybody loves it there. I never I, tried I'm it. I was a little too bit, scared. I can't. That's not. But then they they also have the cool wall though. The oh food my wall. god, the food wall. Yeah, Loved I like I've the food wall. I've seen that in some vlogs like on YouTube Fibo. and stuff. And you told me about it, and I'm just like, I want to do that so bad. Yeah, that's one thing that's amazing. When like, okay, first of all, the Dutch stay out till freaking seven a.m. partying <laughs> every freaking Wednesday. That's those Europeans. It's insane. And so, but it's there's nothing. Well, the better. sun's up later there. The sun is. Oh, well, yeah, but the sun, sun is... is out later. Like it's it's out until like yeah midnight. Because like I remember That's when I true. was in Paris last summer, that was where I noticed that. I was like, yes, uh, it's like one in the morning, PM. and the sun is just now getting dark, and like there's people outside still eating dinner at one. Yeah, it's so true. But like, there's nothing better than like stumbling out of the bar, at, you know, six a.m., going to the food wall, getting a um, God, the the range of things you could get. They have. This fried egg ball. It's a boiled <gasps> egg. I, yes. That's like coated in a thick cornmeal-y batter. I want it. It's actually delicious. I, I was want like, it. this is weird, but like I have to try it. It's called an egg bolin, I think. Like disgusting, but so good. They also have this like fried noodle disc. It was like um like compacted <laughs> into a little disc and then fried. Freaking delicious. That sounds dude. amazing. Just wrecked your stomach though, I'll be honest. I, I could okay, yeah, that sounds like a rock. Yeah. But I still want to go do it. Like, mm, I feel like that's, to. yeah. Maybe if we go to the, to the Netherlands sometime in the future, we can try that. But. <sighs> I will absolutely go back. Yeah. So I know you did a lot of traveling when you were living in Europe. So mm-hmm. what, if you could pick, what were your top two places you went to while you were there? Other than the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, London was fantastic. I love London. London's definitely, oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to say Venice is really? my other one, which I mean, everybody's like, Venice is so touristy, which it is. It is very touristy. Yeah. Like watching the gondolas and like the gondoliers or whatever you call them. Like, yeah. I was like, this is demeaning. I also get, right. But I also get a lot of like, 
people saying that it's gross and that it stinks and like i I'm, i've never been there but like i feel like that's people say that about paris and yeah. i'd never get that vibe from paris like i mean obviously it's like new york it's mm-hmm. a messy city but it has so much rich culture and history yeah. i just don't i ignore it you know what i mean like i, I mean i i would rather eat off the streets in paris than i would in london london's very dirty london is so dirty and, but nobody tells you that I never knew that. Like when we, London when I got to reminds London, me a lot of New York. Yeah, but it's like almost dirtier. Yeah. Yeah, but it's fantastic. I mean, London is such a magical Ugh, city. But it is, it is. There's something, There's something about, it, like, about it. It's just so beautiful. Like, I don't know. I, I loved it so much. And like with regards to Venice, it was just, there was a feeling there. Yeah. And I can't describe it. And, and I used to feel that way when I first, when I was in high school, I went to Paris because I was in French. And so we took a school trip and I was, I fell in love with Paris and I was like, this is amazing. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back. And so then I did go back while I was abroad this summer and that feeling wasn't really there anymore. Right. Well, one of our favorite movies is Midnight in Paris <sighs> with Owen Wilson Forever. and Rachel McAdams, right? Yes. I don't, I don't remember the French girl's name. She has a little B. But like the intro when it's playing the... Yeah, when it's playing the song, I literally have that song on a playlist it on my... It makes me want to cry. I know, it's so good. But it just pick, it makes... It's almost like watching You've Got Mail or like any like Sex in the City, like movies that are based in New York. Yeah. It totally makes it look so magical and beautiful yeah. and perfect and nothing is wrong with it. And it's like the place to be. Yeah. But there are obviously flaws that you see when you're really there. So. Yeah. But that movie does like transport me back to the way I felt the first time I went there. Yeah. And I don't know. It's almost like a moment in time. Yeah. But I feel like that's funny because the whole movie is about a moment in time. Oh, God. Um, Okay. So I pretty much for this first ever podcast, I don't have any like, what's it called? Like any segments that I've like named or anything. I've kind of just like got some questions here for you because I feel like you will be able to answer them really well. Okay. Um, So we've got your top two places you traveled, London Mm -hmm. and Venice, Mm -hmm. not Vienna. Um, did you go to Germany when you were there? I drove through, but I didn't stop. You drove- beautiful. Oh, and the mountainside in Germany right. is beautiful. I was shocked. Yeah, I know. Me too. When I went to uh, like Switzerland, you went to Switzerland too, right? We like, passed through drove Switzerland through. in Austria. Unbelievable. Oh, I need to go. There. Like I just had a layover in the Zurich, mountains. and I literally looked outside, and I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like this is it's unbelievable. Unreal. It's unreal. But unfortunately, they they they've been hit really hard by COVID-19. Oh, I didn't know that. And I, I, I'm really sad about that because that was someplace I really wanted to go at some mm-hmm. point. Um, same thing with Thailand and Singapore. You can't go to... I, I just heard we're not pretty much not going to be allowed to go there until 2021. Holy cow. Like, no travel to Thailand, which makes me so That's sad. That's crazy. Because I wanted to go for my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. This um, year? Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, it's a little bit late for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So, we've got your top two places. What is the worst travel experience you had while you were there like did you have any bad experiences in hostels did okay. you have any bad transportation like... um okay so casey and miranda two of my friends i grew up with still friends they came out to visit me and so this was we were all going to go to london together and they came in and they came they flew into amsterdam and then they took a train into Groningen. And then um, I met them and, like, I showed them around. We spent, like, a night out. And um, I showed them, like, the downtown area and stuff. And it was, like, a blast. And then the next night we had scheduled a Flixbus. When you're in Europe, like, you just take – you can take these Flixbus 
um, Flix buses for yeah. like 20 euros. You know they have those here? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. they do it from like in Nevada to you like LA, You can do them LA, from California. Phoenix to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard that. they're really nice. Like they have like, well, one's here. They have like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I think you could take them, you could take them to Mexico too. Um, not the ones in Europe, at least. They're, I mean, they're budget travel options, right? So we wanted to do this London trip as cheaply as possible. And so we got a Flix bus, but the Flix buses always have the shittiest hours, the worst hours, like 2 a.m. And so we decide, oh, let's just not go to bed tonight. And so what? we stay up. <laughs> we're like so stupid. We stay up. We're watching a movie and staying up until like 2 a.m. or whatever. And so we decide, okay, it's time to go. So we like get our stuff together. We walk to the bus stop. I'm wearing sandals because I'm expecting to get – and it's in, you know, I think this was in February or March. It's still freezing in, in the Netherlands. But I'm like, we're going to get around on the bus, like, and I'm going to wear sandals in London. So I'm wearing sandals. We get to the bus stop. The bus gets delayed 40 minutes. It's already oh, 2 a.m. No. And we're like, oh, God, I'm wearing sandals. I'm freezing my butt off. And so we're sitting there. Luckily, there was a seat. There was um like a bus stop thing. I don't know what you call it. And like so a, yeah. we so like 40 minutes passes. It gets delayed again. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Another 40 minutes. We're still freezing. We're exhausted. Finally, the bus gets there. I would there. freak out. It's like a two-hour drive to the, to Schiphol, the Amsterdam, Amsterdam airport, where yeah. we're gonna get on a plane to go to London. Mm-hmm. So we find, so I get like a little bit of sleep on this on this bus, really poor sleep, and so we finally get to the airport. Miranda had to like rearrange all this stuff in her bag, ended up having to pay an extra 60 euros for like to check her bag because these, you know, EasyJet was the flight we were flying oh on. Oh my gosh. They're super yeah. restrictive. It's very low budge. It is. And so, and we were just like, you know, whatever. And so we get on the plane. It's like an hour flight to, to London. Then we have like an hour train ride into London. So we, I think we flew into Heathrow or something or was it? Was it Gatwick? It might've been Gatwick. Yeah. And so it was probably Gatwick. Dude, I have a picture of us on this train, like coming going into London. We just look like hell. <laughs> I just, I, it's so gross. Did you take the express train into yes. London? Oh, the fifteenth, yes. the Gatwick you, Express. You flew. Oh, the Gatwick Express. Yeah. Okay, cool. I took that when I was in London. I, like it, w- the first time I went, I drove into London, and it uh-huh. was an hour drive into. Piccadilly, which is like really pretty much like really far. That's probably where you were. Yeah. Looks like a train station from like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Hour drive. The train, 10 minutes. No way. Yeah. Because I think it's a bullet train or something. Oh. It's called the Heathrow Express. Oh, okay. You got into Heathrow. It's insane. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Well, so we get, so we finally get to like the stop that we need to get off at to get to our hotel. The hotel is so far it's like a 20 minute walk and it's all uphill it's all cobblestone <laughs> we're exhausted already so we get to the hotel we of course can't check in yet because it's in the it's like early morning yeah and we go into the bathroom of the lobby we get ready in there this lady's in there trying to clean the bathroom we're like oh, sorry no. sorry. and and so finally we get ready they they let us lock our stuff up at the hotel which was really nice and then we like got an uber into town and we just toughed it out for that first day but 
Man, it was tough. I, that sounds exhausting. It was so exhausting. I'll never do it again. Yeah, because I had kind of a similar experience. Like when I went to Qatar back in December, I basically flew around like the world and didn't even sleep. I was just like, okay, like whatever. Like I'll just sleep on the planes. I, yeah. I want to spend time in the airport. The whole point of this trip is to make YouTube videos. I need to be awake. So at the Frankfurt airport, I thought there was going to be a lounge that I could go to to take a shower. But there wasn't. Oh, no. I came straight from Heathrow that morning at 5.20 in the morning. I had eaten breakfast at like 5.30 and then got on the plane at 6. Landed in Frankfurt. I was there until 1 p.m. So that's a long time. Mm -hmm. Like 7.30 to 1. That's a long day. I felt disgusting. (laughs) I felt so gross. But luckily after my Qatar flights and stuff, that's when I got back to Zurich. Landed in Zurich. I literally took like a 45-minute shower. Oh, I bet. Um, I bet that was so nice. And it was, it was, it was nice. But it was also kind of like relieving. I was like, dear God. Or that was even like the 17 hours when I flew from San Francisco to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's disgusting. Like my body was there. My mind wasn't. But the shower that I took, re- like it totally like brought me back to life. Yeah. I um, think that there's just something. I mean, I think traveling so often we're exhausted. We're sleep deprived when we travel, which is unfortunate because it really like, I'm a terror when I haven't gotten enough sleep. I am not a fun person to be around, but but like we also kind of got to the point where we were all so delirious that like, I mean, we had a blast that trip, but it would have been a little bit more fun if we had a full night's sleep. That It makes a huge difference. Yeah, It It makes a huge, I think that's why like, I mean, the morning flights are cheaper, obviously. So like, that's why you do it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's a lot of work. Mm Mm-hmm. And trying to coordinate, you know, when you're in a small town, getting to that big airport, getting from that airport to the other airport, getting from that airport to the the hotel that you're staying in. And that's super common in Europe. It's all of that. In Europe, that's super common. Like, I feel like here in the States, like, other than places like New York and, I mean, LA is pretty much the same. There's, uh, getting from, like, trying to go from one airport to the other is easier here. Because, like... Most big cities have one big yeah. airport. Well, and and pretty much everything in America is like, well, um, it's it's set up for that. Whereas in Europe, these are tiny small towns that aren't getting trafficked a lot, right? Yeah. So they're not there. They don't have all of these buses leaving at all of these different times. Right. One thing is it is so easy to get from country to country when you're in Europe. Like the flights are so cheap, you know, 20 euros to get from Italy to Paris. What's more difficult is navigating from the tinier towns in each of those places yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's easy if you're in, you know, a, a central hub already like Paris, it's easy to get to London. Yeah. But if you're staying outside, like in Normandy or something, or, or getting to Normandy, if you want to do, like, yeah. that was one thing when we were in Paris. It was like, we wanted to do a day trip to um, Bruges um, and Belgium. And it was just not going to happen easily. Yeah. Because you just, we didn't have a car. Yeah. So it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. But like, um, when we went to Disneyland in Paris, Paris Disneyland, mm-hmm. I always thought it was in the city, yeah. like it's in the middle of everything. No, it is not. It is literally like a 45 minute train yeah. ride. I thought we were lost. Cause like we got on the train, like at the normal subway station in Paris, which is cool. Cause they, it's like almost like Penn station, like everywhere in Paris, but you get on the train and you're just like riding this train. You're like, where are we? What's happening? People are getting off. People are going to work. People yeah. are like, just like, and I'm like, do we get on the right train? And then you just like show up. And you're like at Disneyland. Like, yeah. It's literally the last stop is Disneyland. It says yeah, it on the thing. That's so funny. I know. It's it, weird. It makes me feel like the Polar Express. Right? You know? Aww. I was just thinking about that movie the other day. Love that movie. Yeah. Um, okay. On that note, I think we're going to take a little break. Okay. Okay.
Okay. So I have one question for you. Okay. Besides the place, the favorite places that you w- went and traveled, what was the favorite, your favorite thing that you ate when you were in Europe? Oh. Top of the list, not in the Netherlands. Top of the list. Please, it would not be in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally don't even have to think about it because I already know what it was. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Wait, what is it? Is it the paella? No. Oh, you didn't like it? I did. I did like it, but it just didn't even stand a chance didn't to this other thing. Didn't hit the right thing. way. It just like, yeah, this other thing real, really hit different. So, picture this. Okay. I'm in Barcelona. <laughs> And um, I asked the the guy who's working at my hostel, like, tell me where I can get, like, a delicious traditional meal. Like, that's not paella. <laughs> and, like, somewhere close. And he's like, okay, there's this place literally, like, a couple blocks down. He told me the name of it. I think it was um, – well, it started with a V Vin, – Vinitus. I don't know okay. if I'm pronouncing it right. But um, Vinitus. I don't know. So I'm like, okay. So I, like, walk there. Oh, and I, like, invited my friend. I met him. He also was my, my friend. I mean, we met in the hostel, but we became <laughs> quick friends. He was really my cool. My friend. <laughs> He's, he was from Australia. And he was just – I met, like, oh, four Australian. Australians in I this hostel. That. They're all amazing. I feel like Australians are, like, Americans. Like, they, they travel to Europe so much. But they're, like, so interested in politics. And, like, they're all, like, going to school to oh be lawyers. God. Listen. That, this, we've had this conversation yes, before. Because I met, I met this guy in Hawaii. His yeah. name is Josh. Hi, Josh, if you're listening. I think he follows me. Um, he knew more about the American government than I knew. Uh, yeah. He was like, your president is insane. <laughs> you don't understand. He's detrimental to the world health. I was like, okay. okay. And then he was like, I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm, I'm telling the truth. And I'm like, yeah. go on. They're all so like, I feel like they're such good people. I love, uh, I, I love Australia. I've never been the there, Aussies. though. Oh, I want to go the there Aussies. so bad. Me but too. anyway, so I invited him to go with me. And the guy at the hostel told me specifically what to get. And it was this um, honey. Let me see if I can remember exactly the name of it. Like honey, salt. Okay. Honey bacalao, which bacalao is like a salted cod. And like a so, fish? yeah. Uh-huh. So it's a piece of cod and it's covered in like mozzarella, like golden you know broiled mozzarella top with this delicious like honey oil oh and my god some sort of like tomato chutney or something that sounds so i'm salivating right now just thinking of it <laughs> it was i think that deserves so phenomenal oh, absolutely yeah. holy bacalao oh my god it was amazing hashtag holy bacalao let's make it a thing <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it makes me emotional. I, I honestly, like, my favorite food experiences have not been in Europe uh, at all. Like, That's understandable. Si- Singapore. 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 <laughs> Singapore. No, like, Asia has definitely taken the cake yeah. for that. For well, me. I haven't been there, so maybe that would also... Asia and Mexico. I never thought one of my favorite dishes would be a fish dish. Me neither. For but you. it was fantastic. The other thing they have of amazing things you need to try are their churros, of course, because they give you this oh, like tick oh my God. chocolate sauce. It's, tick. it's just drinkable. You know what? When I was in New York in December, me and Steven actually visited this place called Little Spain, Little España, mm-hmm. I think it was called. Um, and it's like underground, like in, uh, what's it called? Uh, the World Trade Center area. Mm-hmm. And they we got some churros and oh. they had that. That chocolate and that caramel sauce with it's those churros—they're just so thin and they're so crispy. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh god! 
Oh my god, I love him so much. Um, okay, so I guess that's your that's your number one. I need to give one more shout out though. Uh, like an honorable mention. Yeah, okay. I because it, it's up there and I always remember it. Okay. Okay. Last night in London, we went to oh, this. Oh, this is questionable because everything I ate in London was awful. I know, and um, like I didn't everything. have the most amazing experiences with London either. They're fi- the the one time I tried fish and chips was really disappointing. So sad. But anyway, no, everybody I know has said that. The, the fish and chips I got when I was in London. We were at uh, London Tower or like the old London. Yeah. You went there, right? Yeah. It was like from a stand. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Uh, it street was food. so sketchy. I took a bite, literally had the bones in it. Ew. And I was like, no. And the, the chips were delicious. The chips. Mm-hmm. The bag of chips. Yeah. Absolutely delicious. Mine but the rest of it was awful. in dire need of some salt. But anyway. Mine was too salty. Oh. There's just no consistency. <laughs> so this place we went for dinner. Um, dinner was great, but it was the dessert that really stood out to me. Okay. So I guess like London, I don't know if it's London in particular, but like the Brits or England yeah. is known for their Eton mess. Is that, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's a dessert. It's basically like uh, whipped cream mixed with crushed meringue and strawberries. Oh. But this restaurant had their own like unique take on it. So it was crushed meringue with... Crushed was, meringue? Yeah. You know meringue? Yeah. Like yeah, like baked from like Big Alaska. Oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. So mixed in with the whipped cream. Oh. Ooh. And this was like caramelized banana. So it was like, oh my God. It was like, oh, these like... <laughs> Caramelized, like, I love crunchy, the these crunchy caramelized bananas with like caramel drizzle and this really oh, you know what? rich whipped cream and this crunchy meringue. Oh my you god! You sent me a picture of that. I'm sure I did. And I was like, flower on it. "That's what it, it was yep, beautiful." That's what it was. Oh my god! It looked so I, good. I was ill by the Ill. end of that night because I ate like the whole thing and I was I like, love it. so stingy about it because it was so were good. With, were, were you with? Casey and Miranda. Yeah, and I, I, I like, like you know let what? them have a bite, but I was like, um, <laughs> that's it. This is mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I love to hear that. I love to hear all about the food stuff. Yeah. Because like, I feel like food is so important with traveling. It is. It's like one of the most important. It's like why one of the big reasons I travel. It's why I travel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let's be honest. Food is why I travel. Plus, like, obviously airplanes and like that, but definitely food is like my most, you know, motivator yes. for traveling. Absolutely. Um, but next, okay, so this is something like a little segment that I came up with that I really want to talk about with every single one of my guests because okay. this is interesting. I feel like people who watch YouTube videos and stuff like that think people's routines are super interesting. Okay. Like I, for one, I love watching those videos where, where people are like, this is my morning routine. Like yeah. this is how I get up. This is what, because it's almost like motivating for you to do things yourself. Yes. Um, so I came up with a couple of routine questions. So okay. this is the travel I'm routine curious. segment. Let me get a little... Wait, I didn't do it right. Do it again. Okay, yay. I'm starting to get the soundboard all down. <laughs> I don't know how to use it yet. Um, okay, so first question. What do you do immediately when you board an airplane? Like, do you get your seat ready? Do you get do you put your bags away? Do you pull out your computer? Like like let's say you're flying from like the US to Europe or mm-hmm. US to like Asia or something. Yeah. Do you like get yourself ready or do you like continually grab your bag throughout the flight? And, like, hmm. what do you do? Because I, for one, have a very set routine. I think I get everything ready. I think, like, I get there and I get all the things I, I'm probably going to use during the flight. Yeah. And I get all comfy. I get my snacks. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I get very, Are you one I get of those comfy people? right away. I immediately get comfy. But, like, yeah. I have, like, so even before the plane takes off, I take my shoes off and I oh, put absolutely. on, I put my compression socks on. 
So, like, I have compression socks for when you're flying on, like, long-haul flights. Mm. So your legs don't puff up and your toes don't get all, like, ah. that, like, you know when you, like, extend your fingers and they turn, like, puffy white or red because you're, like, so stuffed up in the pressurization? I have these socks that do that for your legs. Oh, I feel like 50. a million bucks after I wear those. That sounds nice, actually. They get a little, like, my feet fell asleep at yeah, one point. Yeah. But, like, it honestly felt kind of good. Yeah. So... I don't know. I feel like having a routine when you fly is so important. Well, one thing I did learn from traveling is like, I don't think I'll ever do a long-term trip without like a neck pillow or an eye mask or really? earplugs. Those okay. are like my yeah. three essentials. Yeah. Because I could sleep anywhere if I've got those three things. Neck pillow? Yeah. I don't believe in them. I can't sleep without one. I, I'm so afraid of Even now? my neck. Oh, th- this is what I learned from last year. I never had these things. I never used these things until I like went to Europe and I started like a lot of my travels were via bus. Yeah. And it's so hard to sleep on a bus. Like, I mean like when you sleep in a bed. Oh no. Okay. Cause <laughs> I know. Okay. So I have a coworker who has them attached to her couch. What? She literally uses them on her couch. That's and I'm actually like, so funny. Why don't you just I like see that being lean nice. over? Sometimes I'll like prop another pillow up, like kind of like onto the wall against my like to like lean my top of my head on. I mean, I guess. So I guess I kind of get it, but no, I would never sleep. I and I okay. Sometimes I'll sleep with earplugs if like I really need to get to sleep and like I know Matt's gonna wake me up, but I'll never sleep with an with an eye mask or like. I can't do it on an airplane. It's different though. Like I absolutely love having the eye mask. Like if especially if I'm playing business class, you put the eye mask on and you're just like. Right, I can just Out. drop right in, yeah. Out. Yeah, I fall asleep, like, instantly. Yes. Um, okay, second question. What do you do immediately when you enter an Airbnb? Do you go find, drop your bags off? Do you, or Airbnb or hotel room, mm-hmm. hostel. Do you go drop your bags off, and do you get food first? Do you take a nap? Do you try to go take some sights in? Or, like, do you, like, try to get everything packed away or settled and then go do that? If you like napping when you travel, like don't ever travel with me because like I resent that. Yeah. <laughs> like we only have yeah. such a limited amount of time. I never want to take a nap when I'm traveling. Yeah. So that's definitely a no. I've definitely like, I can tell you I've only taken a nap like when I'm so jet lagged that mm-hmm. I can't even function. Yeah. Because like usually I'll just sleep until I'm good and then I'm like, okay, I'm awake. Like, let's just do it. Yeah. But like, and I did that when we got, when my mom and I got into the Netherlands, like we definitely took a nap, but she didn't freaking wake up. She... <laughs> She slept for hours until it was dark out. And I was like, get up. So yeah. like, it's not reliable. Like, I can't be for sure that we're going to get up. So I like yeah. to just tough it out. And then that way I know I'll be able to sleep at night. Yeah. But, but that's um, like when we, like when we go to India, like we are going to have to go for at least 10 days. Yeah. Cause because you need to adjust. We have to have that first day of like, well, I, I think the first few hours when you land usually are like, let's go. Like, right. Let's go you're get like some so food. Excited, yeah. So excited. But then it hits you like after dinner or like right yeah. before dinner. And then you just like hit a wall. It's true, but like I feel like if I push out that nap and, and if I at least maybe even just go to bed a little bit earlier, like then I'm good. Like I wasn't, I didn't experience jet lag other than that very first day because I didn't like let myself sleep. Oh wow! I got right on schedule and I was. I was fine. jet lagged when I went to Europe last year. I was literally jet lagged until we left. And that's. And I was jet lagged for three weeks when we got home. Ugh. It was awful. Yeah. Like I don't understand why I did that. I think it was because my flight landed at a weird time. Yeah. We left. Phoenix. I was I had a direct flight. I left from Phoenix at 8 p.m. and landed at 2 p.m. the next day. Oh, that's weird. So like I had like the whole night plus the whole morning. Right. And then I was 
How could you possibly? Like, How could I possibly yeah. make that up in seven hours or yeah. nine hours, whatever the flight was? Like it wasn't a very long flight. Like I was a wreck. And then yeah. like that night, I went to bed on time. Like I went to bed at like ten o'clock, and then eight rolled around. Like not eight, not sorry, like midnight yeah. rolled around, and I was like boom, like wide awake. Uh-huh. Like I could oh. not sleep. And then like. I think I went back to sleep maybe around three or four and then I out of exhaustion and then I woke up at five and I was just like, like wide away. I remember just being so wired yeah. that I didn't even know what to do with myself. 5am. Yeah. Oh, well that's good at least. Yeah. Cause you're like, but then I was like, I was, I was awake and then like more towards like later in the day is when I started like dwindling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then I don't know. I was just up. So, and then the sun's out so much there. Because, like, yes. where we live here, the sun is on a very normal cycle. Yeah. Like, it's for us, at least. We're used it's, to it. Yeah. It's very, like, it's daytime, it's day. It's when nighttime, it's, it's nighttime, dark. It, yeah. We know when it's so time we to go know, to bed. Right. Our bodies are like, okay, like, it's time for bed. But in Europe, it's like, you need to force yourself to go to bed. Yeah. Or, like, all the all the hotels we stayed in had, like, blackout shades. Oh, yeah. That's which was so, so nice. nice. But, but I guess what, what I will say is... I'm the type of person, right, when I get to a hotel, my intention is, okay, I like to go, you know, um, explore, like, what what kind of goodies are in here. Some Airbnb, Airbnbs, you know, have, like, snacks and stuff. But then I'm like, let's drop our shit off. Like, let's clean up really quick and let's go. Like, I want to get out of there. I want to – I want to – I just want to – I don't want to – I don't want to hang out in my hotel room the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So that's the type of person I am. Okay. That's totally fair. I love that. Um, it's like something like you're fun to travel with. <laughs> I try. Okay, so we're coming up on the end of our podcast. We only have a couple minutes left, which is so exciting. This is so cool that we get to do this. Um, I want to play a little game. Okay. Okay. I like games. So I have a story that I like to describe in only three phases. Three phrases. Not phases. Three phrases. Okay. It's your worst airplane story. Like, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you on a plane? Do I want to tell you mine? Yes. Okay, so it's three phrases. Um, San Diego, empty flight, couldn't run to the back fast enough. You were about to poop yourself. I, you, that's, you know, that's your interpretation. You're that's up to the audience. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. I know my mom got a food poisoning on the way back from Thailand. I literally like, it was awful. Yeah. Like I was so sick and it was out of nowhere that I was just like, oh my God. Ugh, okay. I, I can't say more though. That's the point of the game. Yeah. Tell me yours. Oh gosh. I mean, let me think. I feel like Have you really have you never had any bad experiences? Okay, this is gross. I could regret this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really like a bad story. It's more funny. So one time I think Matt and I were flying to New Hampshire. We were flying somewhere. Actually, I think we were flying home because every time I go on vacation, like I eat really, really bad. Yeah. And then so we're on our flight back. And, like, I farted, but, like, it was silent, okay? But trust me when I say it was deadly. Oh, it lovely first woke, podcast content. It woke Matt up from his nap. On the plane? <laughs> yes, he's sitting next to me. Oh, no, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. And there's You're supposed this... to only do three phrases. Oh, oh, shoot. <laughs> I thought that that was your thing. I thought no. I was telling a full story. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, like, three short phrases. Shoot. Do you have another one? Um. Okay. That was the worst one, but. Let me think. Maybe something memorable. Memorable? Okay. I, you know, it's funny because airplane, the, the plane aspect isn't really the most, um, it doesn't stay in my mind. But okay, I think I have one. Okay. Three, three plane, phrases? It, yeah. Okay. 
So. Or three words. Mimosas. <laughs> gentleman. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, you can't tell me anymore, but like, what the <laughs> I just know your mother. So like, uh, I guess that's up to the audience's interpretation. I love how scandalous it sounds. Isn't it funny? And that you'll never know. Okay. I think we've reached the end. Well, this was Thank fantastic. you so much for being here. We didn't talk about your YouTube channel literally at all. That's okay. But it's can you done. tell me about it a little bit? Well, AZ Food Finders. Yes. It's me and my boyfriend, Matt. He's really cool. He's really mean to me. So if you watch the videos, <laughs> you'll see, and you'll probably end up liking me more. But anyway. Cute. He's not here to defend himself, but I can vouch And that's for what I like. So, yeah, we love food. We're huge, like, um, Foodie. food snobs, honestly. We would like to think we know a lot about good food. And so we, we are always wanting to know, is this place as good as it looks? You know, on it looks super Instagram-worthy, but we've gone, and it's tasted like poop. So we yeah. want to be those people that are like, no, here's here's the facts. And so we do videos of just us reviewing food places, yeah. um, restaurants, and um, we have a lot of fun with it. Yay, I love it. And where can they find you on Instagram? It's AZ Food Finders. Okay, perfect. And on YouTube, it's the same thing, right? Yes, sir. Perfect. Okay, Kerrigan, thank you so much Thanks, for being Colton, here. love you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tune in next week for the next episode. Stay tuned. Um, make sure you follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at C1A Travels. And you can also follow me on YouTube at youtube.com slash C1A Travels. Uh, check out for new blog posts at C1A Travels.com. And we will see you guys next time.